1: Welcome back everyone to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling episode 164, March 18th, 1995. And this is Book of the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast. Where today, I'm once again sitting here with Doc and not Hardbody Hopper. And if you're again wondering why Hopper's not with us, I kind of explained it at the beginning, the very, very beginning of last week's episode. So we appreciate your uh, compassion and understanding uh, what's going on. But Doc, uh, we are in a new location. I, I, I beg and plead for you not to get into demographics, only because we've done this in council a number of times. But we're in Council, Virginia. 425 people in attendance, if you believe the Internet. This is taping number one from Council, Virginia. How are you this morning, man? I mean, we just talked for an hour, but uh, how you doing?
2: So poor white people live there. Um, we know that uh once again as we said last week um we miss harper it's a better show when he's here we know that um and we're you know we're coming off a high from last week we got a new champ our friend and this week we're going to have a mystery partner the mystery partner revealed and that's going to pay off um I, you know i i don't want to just use it lightly but i have a feeling that it would be it would be uh okay to say we're blessed and, and ready to be a blessing here right
1: i 100 agree man we had a last week's episode was good i want to remind everyone that cornet said at the you know in the middle of last week's episode that there was a surprise and announcement that he had to make and well um let's just say he ain't lying. The surprise boy, he
2: know. ain't. He's talking about one of the all time greats. But man, I'm just thinking about this song right here. I'm a hillbilly.
1: Jesus Christ, this song is just full. It's
2: just, it is the drizzling <laughs> shit.
1: Let me start the Patreon video we'll get into this thing. So uh, first off, shout out to Disrespectfully Classy, Marky E. Blassie, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry, our largest patron contributors monthly. Thank you for your generous support. And then I did this last week and I'll do it again. Uh, don't forget, if you're not a patron, no worries. But please use our Amazon referral link if you shop on Amazon because it is a great It is a great way to support this show on an ongoing basis. And that's tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. Give that link. To the wives, girlfriends, hoes, and side pieces in your life, and tell them to use it each and every time they use Amazon. Thank you very much. Again, tape number one. We're in Council, Virginia, drawing 425 people. Jose Corona, I know you love the demographics. Um, there's another reason why we're not doing demographics today is because Doc and I are in a time well, pinch as well.
2: <laughs> we are, but let me do let me let me do a different kind of demographics. Can you roll back to the crowd for just a second? And this isn't going to be as bad as you think, so don't worry.
1: All right. I know what you're gonna okay. say. I already know. I already know. Go ahead.
2: Okay, so we're coming through the end of the song. I, I just I, I can't hear it, but I'm just thinking about all the jam- hot jams that I could get if I could just hear the Clintons rocking about Smoky Mountain. If you're watching the patron video, um, we're doing this again. I'm not gonna say it till I see him.
1: Are you talking about the kid with the Houston Houston Rockets gear on?
2: No, not at all. Oh, you're but not. That wasn't- okay. That was a, that was a thing back then. But look at look at that. There's a kid in the Houston Rockets, but there's a kid, and then we're gonna get look at those. Those are some young people.
1: A lot of white
2: people. Well, yeah, but my whole thing is lots of kids in that audience, and you know I know WWE has kind of a stranglehold on the kids thing here. But I was just thinking, one of these new upstart companies that's got all this capital behind them and all this T V ought to try to capture some of the kid market. That 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 would be that would be a strategy that they could use to try to capture some market share via their digital platforms.
1: Well yeah, but the whole kid thing is uh, is a gray area because I mean like um You know, there's a lot of kids in this audience, but I'm not. This isn't definitely a Smoky Mountain isn't a PG product.
2: uh, My point is, you go to Ring of Honor, and it's all a bunch of young boys. And I'm being honest here, boys. It's a young male dominated, and you watch Crockett, and it there's a bunch of hoes, and you watch Smoky Mountain, and there's a bunch of kids. Let's. Let, we need to. We need to get the hose and the kids back to the wrestling.
1: I think a perfect mix is: you want some old people, you want some kids, yeah. you want some adults, yeah, and and some some hot bras. It, it, that's the. If you can find that balance in any wrestling arena, that's that's six to sixty you blind crippled to crazy. Yeah, that's right. All right, Les Thatcher and Jim, uh, as they open the show, tell us that Bobby Blaze, the new Smoky Mountain Wrestling heavyweight champion, will be here this week, and Les will also be interviewing the gangsters. Um, we go to the first match. It is the Wolfman versus Buddy Landell, and Buddy wins a quick match with a corkscrew elbow, and then the figure four on the Wolfman. How the Wolfman, um, Doc. Your your any thoughts on um, the Wolfman and um, Budro? This
2: building looks terrible on TV for some reason. I don't like it. Um, these two are real life buddies,
1: traveling partners.
2: I just man, I need Harper here because to me, and and, and I, so patrons, tell Lance what you think. But I think it. I think Buddy's like mashup for Ric Flair's music is sounds like the Almond Brothers doing Flair's music. And I'm just wondering, is Wolfman supposed to be the baby face here?
1: I have no clue, but what do you think the Wolfman's loincloth smells like?
2: Weed
1: and
2: uh, ball sweat.
1: Damn, I bet you that shit stinks of reeks of piss and fucking yeast infections. Jesus! (laughs) That shit just looks like it stinks, man. (laughs) What's wrong with you? Okay. Uh, I mean, just think of the ham wallets that that guy gets a a piece of... Oh, Mm. God. That's more like a... Those hogs look pretty bad, man.
2: That's a pretty big wallet, I would imagine.
1: Uh, I'd say so. A pretty big wallet with some fat laced around it. Anyway. Okay. So... (laughs) Buddy wins obviously. You're, you know, Buddy's Buddy's a number one contender for the for the title right now. So he he's not going to lose a match. Let's let's be real here uh, at this point. Um cuz they got to keep him strong for what's going on with maybe him and Bobby. Now, I'm going to throw it to a promo with Jim Cornette and Tracy Smothers. And bear with this promo for a little bit because it starts off a little slow, but Cornette is about to make you pop as he makes a huge announcement. So again, it starts off slow, but here it is everybody to Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Thanks again for being with us here with uh, James E. Cornette,
0: the wild-eyed Southern boy Tracy Smothers, conspicuous by his absence is the Commissioner Bob Armstrong, but what a weekend this is going to be for you guys. You know, I-, I wanted to see Bob Armstrong out here face to face, and I think he's got some kind of Smoky Mountain Wrestling business he's doing or something, but Tracy Smothers, I want to know if you would like to listen to the continuation of my proposal that I made last week. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Listen, Jimmy. He does have some, some business, Smoky Mountain wrestling business, but I think I can speak for Bob on this, on this case right here. Now, Bob helped you out before because it was right. There's been a lot of bad blood between the Armstrong family, myself, and you. So I think I can speak for Bob in the fact we've never had a manager, we never wanted a manager, and we don't think we need a manager right now. We think we can handle this situation on our own. I thought you were going to say something like that, and yeah, and, and, and it's an admirable point of view, but you've got to realize when you're dealing with the gangsters, you're dealing with more than just two guys. You've got D'Lo running around, whoever knows who else is associated with them. I, I took it upon myself. I took the liberty. I have arranged for a little match to come up here at the Bluegrass Brawl. Yeah, I've arranged for a little match. You see, it's easy to get these matches when you don't have the commissioner trying to stop you all the time. I have signed already for a match, a six-man tag match with the gangsters and D'Lo Brown to take on you, Bullet Bob Armstrong, and the mystery man that I want to bring in. And there's a special stipulation, Tracy. If the gangsters lose that six-man tag at the Bluegrass Brawl, then they have to stand in the middle of the ring and they've got to salute the rebel flag, just like that. But, of course, you give something, you've got to get something. If, uh, if you guys lose, and my mystery man, then you've got to stand in the middle of the ring and you got to salute the gangster flag right there in Pikeville. What? Listen, Cornet. who are you, God, man? You ain't got any business out here signing any matches for the arm, for Bob Armstrong and myself. We don't even know who the mystery partner wait, is, wait, 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 man. Wait, 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 wait. You ain't got any business doing that at all. Yeah, Trace, now, hold we on, now, take, you our take, take your blood pressure medicine, man, because you're getting a little too excited. You're let you're me, right, let, excited, let me explain you to you, especially when Bob's not here. Let me explain to you and to everybody you're who the partner is. Who the partner is, you see? The gangsters have been going around saying that they aren't scared of anybody. Well, there's one man in the world of wrestling that scares everybody that he comes in contact with. And the gangsters have been going around saying they're going to bury everybody under that gangster flag. Well, there's one man in the world of wrestling that buries people better than anybody else. The partner for you and bullet Bob Armstrong to face the gangsters at the bluegrass brawl thanks to me is gonna be the Undertaker what
2: God,
3: oh are you
0: kidding me that's exactly right that's exactly right the Undertaker and Paul Barrett if you don't believe me I got some proof right here I want to show everybody especially the gangsters the horrifying sight that I beheld at the Survivor Series in Texas last November when The Undertaker came to the ring. And then I've got a videotape rolling in a truck from The Undertaker and Paul Bearer himself talking about this very situation. Roll that tape.
1: Uh, yeah, I can't add nothing to it. I mean, you, <laughs> you heard the name. Damn. The what do you have?
2: Damn. Well, once again, we're going to hear Vince and Gorilla. On Smoking Mountain TV that and Undertaker's entrance, which is iconic, this is all big, dude. this is huge. I mean, there are people and lots of them that put the Undertaker on the Mount Rushmore of either wrestlers, characters, gimmicks, money drawers, whatever. he's in the discussion. And so I think, correct me if I'm wrong. That makes him the biggest name coming in so far.
1: Oh, I think he's the biggest name.
2: I mean, we've had Randy Savage, but I'm going to put Undertaker above him.
1: See, here's the thing that's, um, if you ask that question in 1995, it's maybe more debatable. Because you'd be like, you know, you'd be like, well, hell, Arn and Savage came in. I mean, you know, like, but. And, but and with body- the, passage
2: of, but the passage of time, we're all probably going to agree that it's The Undertaker. And this is huge. I mean, this is... I mean, look, it got Tracy to change his mind. Now, let me ask you this. How much money would we have to raise through the, the patron page for you to um, video yourself saluting a rebel flag?
1: No, nah, I'm not saluting a rebel flag. There's some, sometimes why not? Why not? Sometimes, it's a
2: symbol of heritage.
1: Sometimes there's principles. Um, no, I don't know, man. That's that's a, like that's a, that's one of those questions. Like I saw on Twitter yesterday, um, or 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 like you know people get fake outrage about. Remember the discussion we had about somebody was like, well, you know, if somebody give you a million dollars, would you wear a Falcons jersey? Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Hell yeah, I would. A million dollars. And then I, I love the responses to, to I'm not going to say who on Twitter, but there's a few idiots out there like, oh, there's principles involved principles, bitch. I would be completely out of debt and then some I would have no house payment. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, would
2: I throw. So anyway. and people, people can't draw lines on this stuff. Would I throw they my kid in front can't. of a moving car for a million dollars? No. Would I put on a shirt of another football team for a million dollars? You're damn right. I would.
1: Yeah, because I'm not fucking stupid. I'm like, you know, have a fucking right. brain. But okay, anyway.
2: so, so let's don't get off on that. Um, so, dude, did you hear the pop when he said The Undertaker? The people responded too. I mean, it's 95, and I know The Undertaker is probably, what, five years into that run, but it's already off and popping. And even the people in this little holler here, have heard of The the Undertaker, and this is big news, dude. And, you know, it automatically starts you thinking, well, last week New Jack said he wasn't concerned. What's he got to say? How are they going to respond? I mean, this just sets off a whole, like, what's it going to look like? I mean, to me, this is the kind of stuff when I was a kid that I lived for. What's it going to look like to have The Undertaker come down to our town? He he hadn't been here. And what's that going to do to the gangsters? Nobody's really been able to scare them. What's that going to do? And, and Corny found the one guy that could get B.A. And, and Tracy to, to play ball with him. And so Corny's delivered on his promises. So there's just a lot of stuff going on here that I think is just the basic ingredients of why I like wrestling.
1: I would agree. And I want to remind you. The stipulation is if the gangsters lose the six man match against the Southern boys and um, um, Taker, uh, the gangsters have to salute the rebel flag. But if the Southern boys lose, the Southern boys have to salute the Gangster flag. But anyway, there's a Cornette. there's
2: a personal issue. There's Hall of Famers, there's stip's. there's shit on the line the, everybody in this is good at their jobs. Let's get it on.
1: Let's get it on. And with that news, we then go to Paul Bearer cutting a promo on Smoky Mountain TV. Here it is. I
3: can't is. do it, Paul Bearer. Under normal circumstances, my undertaker wouldn't do any favors at all for James E. Cornett. But Mr. Cornett was the messenger. He informed us that justice need to be served. And my undertaker stands for justice. So he's coming there to team with Bullet Bob Armstrong and Tracy's mother.
4: The gangsters. You say that you fear no one. You haven't looked into the eyes of fear. You haven't looked into the soul of darkness. You've ran it and you've raved. And you've taken drastic actions. Well now it comes time. Time for you to be held accountable for these actions. Those mock burials that you try and perform. You drape a flag over someone. Believe me, gangsters, that's not a burial. But when the Undertaker and Paul Bear come to the Smoky Mountain Wrestling, we will show you how to bury someone. It won't be under a flag, but it'll be under six foot of hard ground. And the darkness, good God, the God of Darkness will consume you and leave you. In eternal purgatory.
1: <laughs> what, well, Tracy? Doc, should I let it keep rolling into the some others and cornet portion?
2: No, because it's it just... That got Tracy's attention. Tracy's like, hell yeah, dude, let's go. And B.A. said that last week. B.A. said, hey, if you can deliver and we like it, we'll let you tag along. So that's a deal. But if you go back to... I mean, how surreal is it to have not Percy Pringle who you could see doing this but Paul Bearer and the damn Undertaker not Mark Callis in full character mentioning the gangsters legit I mean that's that's legitimacy right that's big time yeah and just the fact that to me it was always like, okay, so we're we're down here in Smoky Mountain doing our thing, but when the Undertaker says the gangsters you've been doing your mock burials, it's like the Undertaker's got his eye on you. He's not too. He's not. You know, he knows what you're doing. Holy shit! That must mean what we're doing is important.
1: I mean the thing the thing about all this is. We joke and we talk a lot about, I don't want to say we joke, but the thing is, you know, this is the the middle of the wrestling recession. And, I mean, there's really only a couple of companies left, and WWF and WCW are, are the two big ones. And, and you know, I, I think Corny gets beat up unfairly about, you know, Smokey not making it, per se. And I think that's unfair to him. And I'm saying that to say you get a guy like The Undertaker comes in, he's a big star, I mean, man, the Undertaker on Smoky Mountain TV, that kind of legitimizes your product. And I think Everything. his product was already legit. But it but it just means something to say, like, God, this is the Undertaker is on Smoky Mountain Wrestling Television. And, and he's just,
2: gonna call, and he's gonna come down and climb in the ring and help out. Yeah. What, so I, what we're doing down here is important enough for him to take time out of his busy WWE schedule and come lend a hand. So the shit must be serious.
1: Now, there's some wrestling journalists out there and I've read the articles that I have to they are like, oh, well, you know, did it really help Smokey? Um, no, no but, but, but,
2: you're, but but you said it a minute ago this that same thing used to be done in the old days but it was just lateral trades with the territories right. moving people around he, corny doesn't have a, a, as many bullpens to go reach into so he's got to do he knows that he's got to keep things fresh and surprise people but he's only got one real, right. real one real avenue and guess what he used the hell out of it
1: and that's my so argument I, for people that say so, that
2: so i so i mean you're, you're applying an apples to not you, but like people who say that to me or, or, or people who say that to me, it's always you're applying apples to oranges because corny was trying to respond to what he had available at the time he had it available.
1: Well, I, I, I'll say it. I mean, I've heard Wade Keller say it. I like, I've heard him say, and it you like, know what?
2: I like Wade really... Keller's. I like Wade Keller's stuff. We can agree to disagree. I'm not, I'm not saying he's dumb or he's stupid or how could he dare just, he has a different opinion on this than we do, and that's that's perfectly okay. It's okay I, to disagree.
1: I agree. I just think in this instance he's wrong. Uh, Bruce Mitchell has said the same thing, I believe. it's, And I just think they're wrong. I think they're wrong when they say, well, did it really help Smokey? It hurt them because then – What are you like, supposed to
2: do? Do nothing? That's my right.
1: point. <laughs> that's what I – and that's what I'm saying. And another thing, too, is the Undertaker ain't going to fucking Shitstown, USA – and working for, you know, no fucking body that got 20 people in the building. So, don't don't say oh it doesn't work. Look. I, the argument they'll use is, well, it really didn't make the the stars of Smoky Mountain any bigger. Once again, we're in the middle of a wrestling recession. It's not that fucking black and well, white. It's not and, that and, simple. And,
2: well, that and the gangsters end up leaving not just now, but they go, they, they kind of, I mean, that caused some hard feelings there when they left Corny to go to ECW. So, you know, did they, did these people stick around to get, my, my argument is bring them in. I think it's great. My problem was, is that it wasn't that macho man came in. It's that Bedlam's the one that got the rub. I think it's the wrong guy, but that's a different story.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's something to that because Bedlam, God, he he didn't even last a year, huh?
2: I don't know. Anyway, the under—I don't want to talk about him. The Undertaker's here. This is hot, pal. And you know, I really want to see. And I think it's going to happen later here in this episode. Well, did that? Get, it got Tracy's attention. It got Bob. It's going to get Bob's attention. What did it do for New Jack?
1: Well, and before we find out what it did for New Jack, let's hear Jim Cornett and Tracy. This comes on the heels and right after Paul Barrett and Undertaker speak. Here it is.
0: I hate to admit this, but I think he's made a pretty good deal here. You know, Cornette, look at me. Look right into my eyes. You're telling me that you can deliver to Smoky Mountain Wrestling, to Bob Armstrong and myself at the Bluegrass Brawl, The Undertaker. He's coming. You just heard him. And he's going to be there, and he's going to be your partner. Okay, Okay. I'll tell you what. I think I can speak for Bob Armstrong and myself on this. And when I tell him this, I think he's going to be tickled pink. Matter of fact... I may just give him a call right now but you better come through with your promise from this point on because of this i can be in your corner right okay yeah you can be in our corner from now on (laughs) if you can get the undertaker here you can go to the grocery store you can go anywhere with us okay you got it baby that's exactly what i wanted to hear and let me just say one more thing to the gangsters when jim Cornette wants to get even with somebody brother he does it and if i've been able to talk bob armstrong and tracy smothers into letting me be their manager When The Undertaker comes, there ain't going to be no stopping us. Bluegrass Brawl, Pikeville, Kentucky, Friday night, April the 7th. Gangsters, I don't know whether you've got souls or not, but I guarantee you, if you do, the Reaper's coming to collect them. But apart from your souls, once he takes those, Bob Armstrong, Tracy Smothers, and Jim Cornette is coming for your ass. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you're here at The Undertaker, the Bluegrass Brawl. We'll be right back. Don't you go away.
1: All right, so there you go, Corny and Tracy. After the Undertaker speaks and Paul Bearer speaks, and Tracy's tell Cornette if he can definitely get the Undertaker, then they are they then he can definitely be in their corner. All right, what you got, Doc?
2: Nothing, man. It's awesome. I told yeah. you I didn't have anything else a minute ago, and you still played the damn promo. But I love it.
1: All right. Well, we'll uh,
2: we got to get down there to the Bluegrass Brawl, man. Maybe the Clintons will put on a concert after the show.
1: Oh God. Mike Sampson is about to go in there and take on the new Smoky Mountain wrestling heavyweight champion, Bobby Blaze. And Bobby comes out to Tom Petty's I Won't Back Down. Look <laughs> the, at you. The, that's I a great gra- yeah. – Yeah,
2: that's a phenomenal – That's a phenomenal song. And, you know, I don't, I don't know that I've ever met anybody that has uttered the words, I don't like Tom Petty. So if you don't like Tom Petty, I want you to let Lance at SMU Heavyweight know that you don't like Tom Petty. But I think that's going to be kind of small because I think everybody can have some appreciation for him. Anyway, we haven't seen Samson in a long while.
1: Who's Tom And What? Nothing I'm messing with you. Go ahead.
2: I know. Um, and then at the end of the match for the win, we get a bridge from uh Bobby. And I just thought, man, if Tim was in the back, can you imagine him like kicking over a trash can and like throwing a towel on the ground because somebody else was using the bridge? Oh, uh, 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 buddy. Uh, 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 hey, Bobby. Uh, can you come over here for a second, there, brother? Um, I, 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 I pride myself on the bridge. I, I do the bridges around here, all right.
1: Well, it was a Northern Lights Suplex bridge, so I don't. But, know... but, but,
2: but, I do the bridges, okay? That's that's all I'm saying is that that's kind of my thing, and, and I and I like to keep it my thing because it's like, it's it's how how I connect with the fans. That 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 in the lightning bolts, okay? Okay, you got me. I mean, I don't want to stop you. I'm real proud of you. I'm happy for your success. I just, you know, the bridge is my thing, okay? All right. Have you ever heard anything like that in the back, something like that?
1: Not not, not like that, but I've heard guys, like, talking about what their finisher is going to be, and they're like, look, we're going to do this for the finish, and then other guys like, oh, okay, y'all already doing that, so I guess we got to do something else. But not, not where don't use my move type shit, no. Okay. Uh, We get a replay after Bobby Blaze successfully defends his Smoky Mountain title against Mike Sampson. We go to a replay of Bobby Blaze defeating Jerry Lawler for the Smoky Mountain title. Good stuff. I mean, we talked about it in great detail last week. And if you haven't listened to the interview with Bobby, which was on last week's Smoky Mountain show, uh, I would advise you um, download it because it is at the end of last week's episode that we discuss it. Or I'm sorry that Bobby joins the show and discusses uh, him winning the title and how it all went down and all that good stuff. Right after that, we go to Bobby Blaze, who's cutting a promo after his match. He's up there with Jim Ross, and then uh, Budrow does a run in. and uh, Let's uh, let's give this a listen. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Just exactly how it happened in Knoxville. What a great Sunday afternoon!
0: I got to think you're still on cloud nine. Cloud nine doesn't even describe how I feel. This is great. My wife just gave birth to a new baby boy. Hey, Drake, and I'm the Smoky Mountain Heavyweight Champion. You know, you know the Lord really does work in mysterious ways. And I can't say that I'm happy because I'm elated. I'm more than happy. Well, I know all your all your hometown fans in Ashland, Kentucky, got to be happy. Well, we're going to be joined here, it looks like, by nature boy, Buddy Landell. I didn't uh, know you were scheduled to be out of here, Buddy. You know, Bobby, I can appreciate your enthusiasm. At one time, I was a young wrestler myself, not like you. But you got a lot on your mind. See, you're from Ashland, Kentucky. And you're, you're probably busy with a lot of farming and pitching hay and all of that. and You know, your wife just had a new baby, and I'm sure you're going to be looking for who the real daddy is. Hey, buddy, come on. That's not necessary. All right, okay, okay, okay. That's nice. But Bobby, seeing as how you won that belt, you cheated to get it from me, all right? So what I'm going to do, so I had not got to soul my hands on you again, kicking your teeth out, what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to do you a favor. See, being from Ashland, Kentucky, I'm sure you don't know what to, this right here is currency. U.S. currency, this is money. Get a tight shot. This $500 right here, Bobby. So what I'm going to do is, so I don't have to get up in the ring and kick your teeth out, I'm going to offer you this $500 so your wife can eat something else besides Hamburger Helper. You ain't got to use your food stamps no more. And you take this $500, and what I want you to do in return is to lay that belt down and excuse yourself and go find the daddy of your baby so you can get a little bit extra money. What? That's not called for. Show a little class, will Do yourself a favor, take the $500 and scoot, excuse yourself. No way, Landell. Let me tell you something. That is a lot of money, and I could use it, but I'm not going to give you or anyone else something I worked so hard for. Right now, I tell you, I'll challenge you, if you got some more money or anything else, I'll challenge you anytime you can challenge for this belt. I'll wrestle you for it, but I'm not giving you anything. So You want to wrestle me right now for that belt, right? You want to, hey, you want to wrestle me right now? Right. I'll wrestle any time. It can be now or any time. Hey, I'll wrestle them right now. Well, that's that's Here's the right here. hey. hey, come on, buddy. Landell, There's no reason for that.
3: Come on.
0: Come on. Let's get a little... That's totally uncalled for. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, let we gotta get this back together. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. We'll be right back. Don't you go away.
1: Welcome- okay, your thoughts on what went down there, Doc? In Buddy's promo, holy shit. Well, I'm
2: just gonna, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna say this again. This is a really good feud because Bobby is a believable all shucks kind of guy, and he's elated and over the moon. And the Lord works in mysterious ways, and he's just laying it on thick. And he's an achy, breaky champion from farming Ashland and all that. And then out strolls Buddy, and Buddy is just being cruel and saying, I'm sure you're going to be looking for the real daddy, and you're from Ashland, and he's just, the 500 bucks would mean something to you. And I just wondered, my only, my only small nit about this is Bobby's the champ. So, I didn't like him saying, Yeah, I could use 500 bucks. I think he, but that's a small net. And then Buddy jumped him and got some, you know, stiff looking looks in. I thought this was all really, really good. I like this a lot.
1: That was foul.
2: (laughs) That was was foul. foul.
1: (laughs) He told Bobby, Wait till you find out who the real daddy is. He offered him 500 to leave and go give up the belt to go find the real daddy of his wife's baby. I was like, damn, that's messed up. That's ruthless. Uh, and, you know, I don't think it hurt Bobby, but it looked real good. Bobby, Budro took that belt and popped Bobby across the back and almost the back of the head with the belt. And looked like a pretty good shot. I don't think it hurt yes. Bobby at all, but it, was, it had a good look to it. Anyway. Good stuff as they continue to further the angle, though. I will say that. Absol-
2: absolutely, man. This is, this is an, a fresh new angle that we haven't seen, and I like it.
1: So we know New Jack is not scared of anything, and Mm-mm. he's never afraid to run his lips. And
2: only thing, only thing New Jack's scared of is sickle cell.
1: You're an asshole. Uh, so let's go to the gangsters in New Jack right here. Um, remember, they've just heard the news about The Undertaker. Here it is. Welcome to the confrontation segment of
3: Smoky
0: Mountain Wrestling, and joining me are the gangsters. Gentlemen, it was pure speculation until just earlier in this program as to who the third man on the Armstrong Scouts team was, and it happens to be six foot ten and a half, 325 pound, Undertaker. I know who it
3: is! Is he not one of the... I know who it is! does he not have a high threshold of pain Talk ever since him. no ever since we came to smoke him out y'all been trying your best to get us out of here you done put everybody in the ring you can think of and now of all people the undertaker how do you kill somebody that's already dead you don't and now let me tell you something i'm not doing it if you want to do it that's the business if you want to do it I don't want to go in there against Undertaker. Well, wait a minute. You, you have enjoyed it. My insurance product that ain't worth that much to go in there against Undertaker. And I don't think it's funny. And I know, Cornette, wherever you at, you fat dog you. You got a whole lot to do with this. Well, I'm going to tell you and I'm going to tell Jim Cornette. If Mustafa want to go, that's his business. d hey! Jack, if I get to show up in there that night, partner, you better believe. I'm going to wear a pair of sneakers because, Undertaker, you ain't putting your hands on me. You're going to have to show up, Jack. You have a contractual agreement to appear in that match. The three of you guys are going to have to be there. The whole deal is about this flag. Somehow, somewhere, that night, I'll show up. we going to beat them they going to salute our flag. Jim Cornette, one day I'm going to get my hands around your neck again, boy. And you better believe I'm going to choke the life out of you. You've been running roughshod over everybody for so many years now. We know somebody who you had driving your car, washing your car, shining your shoes, massaging your big fat wife at night when she couldn't go to sleep well now he might not be as big as the Undertaker he might not even be as bad as the Undertaker but just like I told you we got a whole lot of us partner that you ain't seen yet and he called me I slept on it and now we got somebody Cornette your day is days not- you, you, you've got a mystery partner? We got one. And, and he bigger than Mustafa! He almost bigger than Undertaker! From Hell's Kitchen! Killer Kyle! Killer Kyle? Killer Kyle! He's gonna, he's gonna be Killer your... Kyle. He'll be your third man. Oh, so, yeah. so Killer Kyle
0: will be in your corner. This right! At Bluegrass That's Ball. Right. that correct? About 10 more, baby. And you feel that this is the man that's going to handle people. the Undertaker? That's, that right. that's right. That's right. Do you have anything to say about that? You know, we're talking about a man with probably the highest threshold of pain,
3: <laughs> Jim Cornette. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> you got all these people thanking you from Kentucky. It ain't so. You from Alabama, or Mississippi, or somewhere with your big racist ways you and that old man bob armstrong i know you was behind it gonna bust up the union put me out of a job not one time did you call to say killer how you doing hell no i'm back i got a new attitude and some new friends and i'm coming for you
1: (laughs) it took years to finally hear kyle talk doc what do you have from this
2: Hey stop trying to mute me dude I kind of understand now why He doesn't talk um, But you know I Let's get back to New Jack for a second um, Man he's showing fear here It's the first time So we're seeing something new A new dimension from New Jack And he, how do you kill somebody Who's already dead mm, That's a great question isn't it It really is I mean what do you do with it
1: I yeah, mean, I, I, it's a legit question. It's for Dan. Yeah. For
2: so then, am I the only one that thought maybe instead of Killer Kyle it might be Rocky King? That would have been awesome.
1: I I didn't. I had no clue. I I didn't know. I had, the first time I saw I, I was like, I didn't know what they were going to do.
2: For, I had completely forgotten this. Um. So I'm good with it, man. I think it's a good use of Kyle. Um. Uh, You know, we've talked forever about, you know, he's one of those guys that's real capable and real good at what he does. So I'm real good with this. Um, Man. Go to twenty six fifty.
1: Come on.
2: Our cameraman is up to dirty tricks again, pal. Let's
1: see. Okay, I'm not seeing nothing, Doc. I went right to 2650. You talking about this guy?
2: Yes. Look at that guy. He, you know, <laughs> you know. he, he ain't liking this a bit. This is not wrestling the way it used to be, and this ain't what I signed up for.
1: Got the stars and bars on his shirt, and he's got the yeah. stars and bars flag. And I can tell you right now, if he had one of those thought bubbles above his head, he's like, <laughs> "Man, these sons of bitches, they need to get up on out of here. This ain't yeah. my kind. I don't like this." I mean, dude, you're, look you're at f- his face. He is angry,
2: yeah. right? I man, I caught that and popped on it, man. That he would even is he ain't even as deep into that as you just said. Look, this is exactly what he's thinking. Man, his thoughts start and end with "man, screw these ends." He's angry. Look at this, dude! They're ruining <laughs> my wrestling. That's what he's thinking.
1: And Bubba next to him,
2: he's just like, too man, happy either. I, but my buzz, my buzz is that guy to the to the left of him is saying my buzz is starting to wear off.
1: All right, man. Any other thoughts on the gangsters right there, Doc?
2: Well, I this is, a, to me, a, once again, a nice advancement of the story because this is something we have not seen from them. So we're starting to get other new things that we have not previously seen, and that's a good thing in wrestling. So I'm all on board with all of this.
1: Boy, Kill-A-Kyle is country, is he not?
2: Uh, well, we'll forget that.
1: I mean, you hear that. I'm talking about the accent.
2: Yeah, we'll forget about that.
1: Bobby Blaze's For- best friend.
2: For purposes of the exercise here, we'll forget about that.
1: All right. So, again, we got a lot cooking here. We got the gangsters versus, you know, Cornette and Cornette's guys and The Undertaker going on. We got Bobby Blaze and Buddy Landell. I mean, we've had nothing but meaningful promos up until this point. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. So, do you want to hear from Boo Bradley? Because he's a mess. Uh,
2: Yeah, he just talks about cans of peas and doesn't really say anything. So, I would actually say no to that.
1: Okay, <laughs> he says, so Boo comes out and cuts a promo, and he says something about he traded some peas, a piece of cake, and a bang, and banged Brian Logan's head against the wall, and Boo is now going to wrestle for the TV title, is what he says. Yeah. As he's, as he's out there with his teddy bear and picking in his nose and other things. Yep. Very strange. Anyway. We go from that to Larry Santo and Kenny Arden versus Unabom and Al Perez. Al Perez and Unibom win the
2: match. Al, Al, Al Perez.
1: Al Perez. Jesus Christ.
2: Al Snow. Jesus.
1: And Larry, Larry, Larry why? Santo,
2: because we just did Al Perez last night
1: or <laughs> yes. the night before. Uh,
2: yes. Larry Santo has been away for a while. Um, my notes on this is that the entrance music changed from Kiss over to Faster Pussycat. And the rest of it is meh
1: good point so then we got boo bradley versus killer kyle for the vacant tv title now you yeah remember, i need you
2: real quick before we get started i need you to go to 3504 and all that
1: that well, what is well not that not only that but we got we got a couple of things we got new jack on commentary that i need to play it's a sound a small clip and then and then we got to see um, cause he, he, so, he explains why he says Billy Black is gone and then what you just said. So here it is. Wait, wait a minute. This
3: is not
0: Billy Black. What,
1: what do you need to do, Jack?
3: Boo Bradley. Unfortunately for you, Billy Black was taking a shower. He got out of the shower, and slipped and fell in his own tobacco spit. So since he can't be here, guess what? Yeah. Kill a cow Gonna beat your brains up. You get ready
1: to get the beating of your life, boy. So that's how they explain Billy Black, not at the taping.
2: Gotta gotta do something.
1: Hey, I mean, look, these people saw it on TV, and now you gotta explain what's going on, and this is the poor woman that Doc's making fun of while Jack was on commentary. God. Can I hit play? No, I'm not
2: making fun of as much as just... I just don't know. That 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 is a that is a human right there that has been through a lot. You can just tell. And she's just found the grace to be able to smile in spite of it. That's all at I'm least, trying to say.
1: At least she's got teeth. I don't know if it's false teeth. Whoa, teeth. what
2: is that supposed to mean?
1: I'm just saying. Oh. Anyway, okay. So we got Boo versus Killer Kyle for the vacant TV title. Um Doc, any thoughts from this? They go for a while. They they have a yeah, long they go,
2: match. They go for a while. Both guys wearing black kind of threw me a little bit. Uh, we get a no decision, to be honest. But both of these guys are good workers, and they could put on a good match. I didn't have anything specifically from it, but that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. And that's really all I had.
1: Yeah. Um, so they go for a while. My notes, New Jack gets involved, and then the gangsters put the boots to Boo Bradley. I thought ref- the referee called actually for a DQ, but remember, you can't win a title on a DQ. But Boo went uh, – so technically, I guess Boo would have won, but uh, it's, it's no contest. They're going to do a, a rematch for it at another point. But uh, Smothers and Rock and Roll come out to make the save to uh, gangsters Powder out the ring. And JR does say before we cut the commercial that the TV title is still vacant. So there you have it. Uh, no other thoughts on it?
2: Not really. I mean, it, I guess we're going to have to figure out who the champ is next week, but that's okay.
1: So then they have a promo at the very end of the episode. It's the Rock and Roll Express. Um, I thought it was pretty meat and potatoes. They talk about their elimination tag match versus Snow and Unabomb. And then we also see a graphic at the end where Bobby Blaze will battle Budro next week. And, mm. and it was, it kind of ends kind of, um, yeah,
2: kind of, yeah, just they wander off, but that's, I mean, that's, it's all right. I'm good.
1: Yeah. There was a lot. There was a, I I don't I'm not mad the way the show ended it didn't no because here's the
2: thing here's the thing though you I didn't agree with UWF back in the day going off every week with Ross going it's breaking down we gotta go it's good to do that but it's not good to do everything every week so sometimes you just finish your show.
1: Well, the problem with the way they did that, and I'll say every week, where I'm kind of exaggerating when we say they did that every week, but the problem with doing that as often as they did it, a lot of times they never came back at the beginning of the next episode to tell you what the hell actually went down, right? Like they showed a shit hitting the fan, and 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 that was it. It was like you know, and you you rev, you never really got the 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 outcome of it all. So there it is. All right, Doc. So um. That leaves us to our disability checks and government cheese. Uh, before we do the disability checks, become a patron at tinyurl.com slash Patreon It is a great way to support this show on an ongoing basis. Um, you get a lot of extra content, the video reviews, the... The JCP Clash of Champions and pay-per-views. You got the World Class shows with myself and eh, at SMU Heavyweight. Come on. Lance is my boy. I'm just having fun with Lance. He knows it. Uh, Lance has been enjoying all the extra extra, uh, Twitter messages he gets. And he's like, hey, I got a message about this. What the hell is going on? But no, seriously, become a patron. It's tinyurl.com slash The funny part is Lance actually, when he gets Twitter questions, he addresses them. And he and I sometimes do a small show on Twitter questions. So there you go. Good stuff anyway, all the way around. So again, patron, tinyurl.com slash Get access to 200 plus Patreon exclusive episodes. Doc, how many disability checks are you giving this one?
2: I think this was a really, really strong episode, huge news, huge, huge announcements, things that were entertaining. You know, last week I gave it an 8.4. I see no reason to change from that. I'm going to give it an 8.4 again.
1: And on my grade scale, I'm going to give it an A. Um, There you have it. Government cheese. Um, I got to give mine to Budro, man. I know you're going to say, wait, The Undertaker's here. But here's the thing. Buddy cut a scathing promo on Bobby. And I'm not trying to take anything from The Undertaker or Paul Bearer. The announcement itself was big news. Huge news for the promotion. But Buddy's promo on Bobby was fucking fantastic. About the $500, go find the father of your wife's kid. That was Incredible stuff. So I'm giving mine to Budrow. I, I know I'd shock you on that one. Who are you giving yours to, Doc? The Undertaker.
2: Yeah, I'm going with the Undertaker, man. That's just too big not to to throw the cheese the way. I mean, Buddy was great, man. Don't get me wrong. New Jack was great. People New are Jack great. People they're... are. You don't. You you usually don't get an eight point four or up into an A without multiple people doing worthy things. But to me, the Undertaker's just a a, a huge moment, so I'm going to go with the Undertaker. But I can, I mean, Buddy was fantastic. I I, I could I could I can see it. I mean, hey man, it's it's your welfare gift to hand out to whoever you see fit. <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> that's funny all right so before we get out of here i want to mention a couple of friends of mine uh, i forgot to mention last week but uh shout out to the wrestling podcast about nothing with my buddy mike crockett and ring of honors brian malonis who will be going uh, well by the time this airs maybe they will be the roh tag champs but uh they will be uh, the bouncers are going to be fighting for the ROH tag title soon. And I want to give them a shout out to the wrestling podcast it's about nothing in the podcast at Malona's and Crocodile each and every week that drops on Monday. They talk classic. They talk current stuff. They even talk some indie stuff, but it's an all-around great show, so check it out. They support us, so please support them. And then also shout-out to Our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata, Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. Give them a listen. Check them out. Again, they support us, so please support them. Doc, I don't have anything else. Uh, I have one
2: I have one little thing I'd like to bring up here. Sure thing, pal. Well, we're recording this on the 20th of September, Correct.
1: The 20th of September, yes, sir.
2: Okay, so there's a couple of week lag before this will come out. Is that also correct?
1: Uh, you are correct, sir. Okay,
2: so th- by that math, this will be coming out in pretty early October. And when we get to early October and you're listening to this, yeah, we can make our jokes about pumpkin spice and bitches in their yoga pants and oh, the sundresses go away and all that other stuff. But I want to be serious for a second because if you're smart, out there and it's early october you're starting to get that christmas shopping done and if you can't be a patron we understand that but what you can do because you're going to do christmas shopping you can help out the show when you go to amazon to get little johnny or Janie their crap that they need for christmas and i ain't i ain't saying nothing bad you mike and i are gonna be doing the same thing but you can't i'm telling you you can't just tell your broad, go there and do it. I'm telling you from experience, they're going to wander off and not do it. So if you really want to help the show this Christmas time, this end of the year, and help us um, you know, keep this thing going, then make sure that you do use that Amazon link for Christmas so that Mike and I can have a Merry Christmas too.
1: You kind of nailed it. You said it, I think, on the NWA show maybe a couple of weeks back. You're like, you actually have to do it for them because these bras ain't going to do it, right? So you want to explain that process that, to
2: That's just another step in me getting my stuff that I want and getting to shop. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why I have to do this. Y'all don't get that much money from it. But just just can, you, can, you, can you humor me? Can you please do it? You know, and I'm thinking if I'm an army member and you get that sucking of the teeth and oh, then, fuck, yeah. you, know, you just you just say, look, these boys over here are one of the reasons that I don't do the Von Eric thing every week. So just help me out a little bit.
1: Well, here's the thing. Like, I, I can tell you, I mean, you know, Jr. used to have the Amazon link and all these big shows. They have these Amazon links and I'm sure they bring in because they're huge. I'm sure they bring in a lot of cash from theirs. But let me, let me explain. Let me break it down economically for everyone. Uh, to do this show not only costs a lot of time, which time is money. Doc knows that, right, Doc?
2: Oh, absolutely. Time is the most valuable resource in the world.
1: But, but, it, but actually, we have to pay the server to host these shows. So that, that's a monthly payment that I have to make to them. Now, Amazon doesn't bring in a lot, but it helps with that. Like, well, let me, let me say this. Let me say
2: Let me shoot. Let me shoot straight. Let me shoot real straight for you, because I hate getting sold shit. I hate sales pitches. So this ain't even a sales pitch. This is just, here's something you can do to help the show, and we love we love all you guys. And, and so if you want to know how you can help, this is how. But we've been doing this for, what, four and a half years or three and a half?
1: Yeah, we're, 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 on, we're four and a half at this point. And we never miss a show. We're never late. Sometimes we're fucking early. That's the yeah, terrible but, part.
2: I, I get that. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem, too. I have never for a shoot made one penny from this show. So I'm not saying this so that I can make money off of you or that, that I can get quote unquote rich. I've never, I've never received one cent from doing this show. So it's not why we do it, but it, but to, to Mike's point, it helps for hosting, it helps for equipment. It helps to get this show up and running. So when you do these things, it is you are directly making this show happen and that's why we're asking you to do it not so that we can get our get get our rocks off and get some vacation money cuz that just doesn't happen so anyway i don't i hate sales pitches i hate people selling shit to me so i just right. There's an easy way that you don't have to do anything extra except get that Amazon link going. And it's a, Mike says it every week. It's a great way to support the show. This is the time of year where if you're not a big spender, you're not a big shopper, you're still going to be doing it. So I just want to remind everybody now we can get back to making fun of broads and their pumpkin spice and their gaping pussies and whatever it else Jesus we're going to talk is about. Uh, wait, what?
1: Well, I, look, I'm with you. You you said something, and, and I know this isn't gonna come out till mid uh, October, but to something you said a couple weeks ago on the NWA show, I would give I would give I would drink a pumpkin spice anything right now for some regular highs in the upper 60s, maybe 70, and lows in the 40s. Bro, I, t- I
2: would do a pumpkin spice enema.
1: I, I sure would.
2: And then and just I hate yeah, pumpkin spice. And I would just. Shit out of orange for a month if I could just end summer right now. So anyway, that's enough of our bullshit. We got to go on and try to live a productive life because you know what? We're going to hop right back on the the channel tonight and do the Clash of Champions. So uh, we we recorded two Smoky Mountains this morning. We're going to do Clash of Champions tonight. Uh, I think it's just about being blessed and being a blessing. So um, do you have anything else or can I go ahead and hit that tagline?
1: No, we're going to do Clash of Champions 2 tonight, which took place June 8, 1988, and that, that would have probably dropped by this point, but yeah, no, go ahead and hit the tagline and get us the hell on out of here.
2: Hell yeah, let's book it, bitch.
1: Get out of here. I want to shout out a couple of people, friends of the show. Also, want to shout out some Patreon members and thank them for their patronage. Uh, Before I do all that, like I said, a couple of friends of the show and podcasts that we hope you support. Check out the wrestling podcast about nothing with Brian Malonis from ROH and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday, Monday mornings, the shows drop. They talk current and classic wrestling, along with some indie stuff, too. But it's a good show. They're friends of mine. So please support them because they support us. Also, check out our vantage point, the retro wrestling podcast run by buddies of mine, Joe and Michael Quinn, as they give their take on the northern side of pro wrestling's history slightly classier definitely more professional than we are thank you joe and quinn for all of your plugs we appreciate it also check out the bottom line cast with mike prue and jv They do their show. I believe their shows are dropping on Wednesdays these days. I keep forgetting. But uh, they're basically breaking down the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So check out Mike and JV as they do their thing. Great show. And also Mike and JV do the ECW Extreme Livecast on our Patreon feed at the $5 level. So good guys doing some good work. And I appreciate it, Mike and JV. Thank you for all of your support. And like I said, I want to thank all the Patreon members out there for their support and patronage. We really appreciate it. We do two shows a week that are free, and then in addition to that, we do more because of you guys, and we appreciate that. So thanks for supporting this show. Uh, It's definitely a great thing that you do for us and, and supporting us. I mean, I can't say it enough. I'm eternally grateful for all the patrons we have. And as I'm talking about being eternally grateful, shout out to the Hall of Fame patrons. Kevin Carter, Michael Angel, Bob Richards, Rocky Suazo, Christopher Champer, Will Harkey, Robbie Dyson, Rick Beebe, Brad Dunyfe, and Tom Schlegel, Coach Joey Chase, AKA Willie Chase, Steve Mabasa, LaRon Brown, Kenny Byersdorf, Glenn Abbott, at GA Russell Note on Twitter, Bobby Murray, Marlon Mueller, AKA at Half Pines Point. Keep cutting them promos, kid. I know you would love when I say that. Josh Warren, Everett Starr, Mike Childry, Kyle Riley, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassy Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great John Dean at YRC21, Josh Dunn, Ryan and Auburn, at Ryan and Auburn, that is, on Twitter. Good old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Moretti Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageant, Bill Sousa, Big Rich, at Spy, Boy Sports Cap, RE Miller, 39, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinoza, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, Colman 822, Marty Howell, t 94, Godbold God bold, Unreal. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. That list is getting longer and longer. And I appreciate it. Thank you for your patronage. And thank you for being Hall of Fame patrons and supporting this show and everything we do. That's all I got. Thank you again, guys. We appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day and week and whenever or month or whenever you're listening to this. Thank you very much. And like Harper always says before we get out of here, book it, bitch.